Hello everybody, I'm Lisa. And I'm Nick. And welcome to It Takes Two, a podcast where two people take two movies with the same plot or premise and discuss, or watch and discuss them. Yeah, we had to watch them first. Yes. Uh, so in this episode we watched The Silence and A Quiet Place, which are movies that came out pretty close together. Uh, the Quiet Place was on in the cinemas and The Silence I think was made directly for Netflix, uh, Netflix exclusive. Yeah, I believe that is correct. So, uh, Quiet Place came out in 2018, The Silence came out in 2019. Yeah, so there's a little bit of a Passover there. I don't know if that they sort of the studio got a hold of it or people had similar screen plays and were like, oh, I'm going to try uh, this out. The Silence actually started production first. Oh, interesting. And it's based on a book. Oh. Um, so, they probably are not happy that A Quiet Place came out <laughs> while they were still in production. <laughs> and did really well. Uh, yeah. To the point where um, the main difference between these two movies is The Silence didn't get a sequel. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't need a sequel um, because The Silence, like I said, was based on a book. So I assume it ended where the book ended. I haven't read the book, I will admit. Yeah. But I do know that it was based on a book. Um, so you still you get the, the two families that are surviving in this in this new world where you can't make a noise um because of some un un discovered it's it's confusing because in can we talk about two can we mention two at all Um, spoilers by the way everybody spoilers spoilers. for everything for the rest of the movie uh we we have both seen the sequel to a quiet place yeah um i think that we can't really take it into consideration when comparing them um, because as like twin movies, they were released a quiet yeah, place yeah, in the yeah, silence. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously we can mention it because we have seen it. We do know a bit more background. Um, I was just going to mention the creatures. Yeah. Yeah. So in the silence, they're released from some underground cave in, in the States and they appear out of nowhere in the, in the first quiet place, but you find out sort of where they came from in, in two, but yeah. not really. It's not like. You know, yeah, it's like as concrete as we dug a hole and they flew out of the hole. Yeah, it's hinted at in, in one because he's got all the um, newspaper clippings and mm. there's um, one that says meteor lands in Mexico or another one saying multiple landing sites and things like that. Yeah. So we know that something has come from somewhere. It's, it's, it's whatever these are, they're not from Earth. Whereas in The Silence, um, they do a lot in that opening sequence to show how ancient they are. They're yeah. very much showing, you know, these things were around um, millions of years ago and then they were covered up by magma and then it goes through, like, it does, like, a flash forward through the whole of history from yeah. when they were covered up until modern day. Yeah, the, the opening role for the silence is interesting because it's just basically nature being nature and then humans come along and frig everything up because there's, like, lots of shots of pollution and dumping garbage and humans being jerks to the planet yeah um the so the two families both live with one child who both is a daughter who is deaf yeah so the eldest daughter in both families is a deaf girl yeah so they all know sign language which helps them out surviving in this new world where you can't make any noises which is a good premise um in the silence the the daughter I can't remember any of the names except Glenn from oh, the silence. Oh, in the silence? Yeah. Um, I should know. I can't. I, I probably have written it down somewhere, but I don't remember exactly. I know I took down the names of all the characters in A Quiet Place because I always 
forget their names, so I yeah. took them down this time. Uh, oh, maybe I don't have the girl's name written down. Anyway, um, the... I know who she's played by, but that yeah. doesn't help. So it's Kiernan Shipka. No, that's... Yeah, that is how you pronounce her name. Kiernan Shipka. So you get a, a daughter who goes deaf because of a car accident. Yes. Um, who looks like a discount Emma Watson. Uh, well, she... No, she's like Netflix's darling at the moment. She's in so much Netflix stuff. She's like... She's Sabrina in their Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. And she's in like a Netflix Christmas movie that came out last year or the year before. God, she's become the Walmart yeah, person. Yeah, she's, she's the Hallmark person of the Walmart. Netflix What did I world. say, Walmart? Um, um, so, yes... Trying to to stay on where I was going with that. Uh, the beginning of the silence starts off as a lot of the sort of early 2000s sort of zombie movies that were trying to follow in the wake of um, the, the high-end era, which is it starts at the beginning. So it's like, oh, we don't know what's happening, we're watching the news, blah, blah, blah. Where the quiet place starts, sort of week, like or day ninety after it's already happened, so it's already sort of they've got skills to survive. Yeah, it starts day eighty nine, and then it skips after the opening title. It skips to day four seventy two, so it yeah. skips over a year. Yeah. Um. But yeah, but that is that is the first major difference that I wrote down is that um the silence is very much an origin story. Yeah. Whereas a quiet place, you're already in the world. Yeah. From the get go, you are already. Nine, you know, three months into what's happening. The other thing is the major difference is the type of creature that they're hiding from. Obviously, they're both hunting via noise. So if you yeah. make a noise, it attracts the creatures. They both use a little bit of echolocation. You can hear that they both make that kind of clicking yeah. sound and things. It's a lot more obvious with the creatures in A Quiet Place. Of You know, they're actually showing some form of anatomy. It's sort of only hinted at in the silence because they have like a like a membrane that extends from the base of their skull near their neck, which sort of is their yeah. sensing organ. I thought it was more obvious in the silence because... Um, you hear the creatures before you see them. Yeah. When they when they open when they dig, dig through when they're doing the mining and they dig through that hole and there's just darkness, you can hear echolocation yeah. and they're very clearly based on bats. Um there's even like uh sort of like a hint towards that in the opening credits yeah. where there's also showing of bats and then the CGI creature. Yeah, so they're basically they're they're that the main difference for me between the two creatures is that in well multiple differences in the silence a they can fly yeah which means they spread much quicker and b there's so many of them and they swarm and that's why they call them vesps is yeah. what they call them because they like swarm Italian like wasps. wasps yeah, yeah. um whereas the... in a quiet place obviously there's much less of them and they yeah, are, they are man-based yeah they mentioned that, that we're in there's a in this note board there's yeah, like there's three confirmed. in their area. Yeah. yeah. The interesting thing that I found about the silence creatures is you actually show it should you it shows how they're spreading so quickly, and that's because they lay yeah. eggs in people they've eaten. Yep. Yeah. And there's like a scene where they go into a con like, convenience store yeah. looking for drugs, which is obviously the same as the opening scene from A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of that in, in those kind of movies. Yeah. A lot of hunter-gathering, but like back to civilization, which is putting yourself at risk. Yep. Which is bigger. Obviously, it's the, the opening scene, and 
you know, the, the family's guilty because the youngest boy who's four gets killed in that in the opening scene and obviously everyone's still harboring guilt yep. 400 odd days later. Yeah, it's interesting because they all blame themselves. Yeah. Uh, and then with the silence, yeah, this is sort of a... We'll, we'll get into that in a later, but the, the main difference to me is... Obviously, the family in A Quiet Place have got their shit together, like, yeah. real well. Yes. Um, they're on a farm. They've got, like, they're laying down sand, so when they walk in bare feet, it doesn't... Bare feet? Bare feet. It doesn't make noise. Uh, we're in The Quiet Place. They sort of just, like, do the standard, you know, suburban family thing, which is all piling the, uh, the soccer mum minivan and bail out of the city. Yeah. Well, they do... I mean, they're aware of things in the sense that they realise that living in a city is going to be bad for them. Yeah. Like, city noise is going to attract the creatures, so they want to get out of the city. In a quiet place, I guess it's kind of hinted at that the family has survived for so long because they're not in an yeah. overpopulated area. So it is, they do touch on it kind of in different ways. But one is people in the city leaving, and the other is people who were never in the city and therefore have survived. The one sequence in the silence which doesn't play up in the rest of the movie, which I found really jarring, is you get when they're leaving, the, when the family's leaving the city, so everything's gone to crap. You know, everyone's told by the news to stay in their homes, which is obviously stupid. Yeah. Um, the you get a overarching scene of when they're driving away, and you see a big picture of the city and it's all on fire and there's like jets and helicopters and stuff flying yeah. towards the and there's massive a huge swarm, swarm of them um you get this weird sequence where they go underground to a subway car which is obviously stopped and trapped yeah. and there's a cry like a crying baby with a mum and they instantly just like revert to mob mentality and yeah. try and throw the baby off the subway mm -hmm. and then the mum's like no i'll go too yeah. And then in the darkness, she drops the pacifier, the baby starts crying, and then they get ripped apart. Yeah. That has no relevance for the rest of the movie. Yeah, I think they probably saw that as just like a, a sequence to show, you know, how society is dealing with it and how people are just going to throw each other under the bus. Um, or out of the subway car. Or out of the subway car. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't, yeah, you're right, it doesn't ever come back to that because from then on it's the, the family, largely. In comparison to the two families, you get the dad talks. There's a couple of dad talks in both of them, mm -hmm. um, which I appreciated because it's like, I love Stanley Tucci and John. John does John a really, Yeah, he does a fantastic job as the... I just love his shush motion. He does a really yeah. over... Like he rubs his finger against his nose and it's really... Like it's a real... I don't know if it's practiced or if it's just his idiom. I don't know. It, it's... Yeah, yeah. Not normal to the other characters, so it's not like a universe thing. Yeah. It's not like, no, no, you did it wrong, you gotta a... like rub your finger against your nose to say <laughs> shush. It's just a personal thing, I guess. Uh, the. There's no other. Like. You get one tiny inter um, interactions, there's two tiny interactions with other survivors in A Quiet Place, which yeah. is one where. They do sort of like a ritual of lighting fires so they know everybody else is out there. Yeah. So they're not alone. So they can see people off in the distance also lighting fires. Yeah. And and then you get the lady who's dead and then a guy when they're out there doing fishing and he like screams at the top of his lungs, I don't know, to commit suicide. Yeah, that's what I that's what I took it as, is that he's... And you can see um, 
Lee, who's John Krasinski's character, is like really trying to plead with him not mm. to do it. Mm. Um, because he can tell what he's about to do because he's obviously grief stricken and he doesn't well, want, anymore. yeah, he doesn't want to live anymore. And he just, and at that moment is so tense. Yeah. Um, and he just screams and the, the thing comes for him. It's a good sequence because it's showing that other people are just like not dealing as well as they are. Yeah. And it is, that's touched on in the silence as well because they find a couple that have um, done a murder suicide. They've been. Yeah. Um, a couple that are lying together in the grass and it looks like the girl has I think or one of them so the, the, the it's a heterosexual couple one, the male has his throat slit I believe and the yeah. female has a gunshot wound through her chin so either she slit his throat and then shot herself or he shot her and then slit his own throat I did like the fact that he had like a note on his chest that just said shh yeah yeah uh, so they sort of everyone's sort of surviving you get a little bit of like a like a you know the weird home defense lady. It was like a crazy lady in her cabin, and that's where they get their first safe refuge. Yeah, I mean, my big problem with that is because I don't think I even because we've we've seen both of these movies before, yes. and we've watched them together before. Yes. Um. I don't think I really thought about it too much the first time around. I thought the first time around I watched it, I thought, oh no, this woman doesn't realize that she's gonna cause sound, whatever. They do. They. They just straight up murder that woman and then take over her home. Yeah. They they show up and they're like, they get that woman killed by the creatures and then they're like, sweet, now we yeah. own this house. Yeah. Um, that's not great. Yeah. Um, I do, uh, that, that whole section though has one of my favourite things that happens in the whole movie, which I think is like the most clever thing they've done in the whole movie, which is when um, the creature starts attacking Miranda Otto um, and then... Stanley Tucci to cause a bigger noise, to cause distraction, which is a big theme in A Quiet Place too. He turns on a wood chipper and the creatures all fly into it and like splatter everywhere. I think it's fantastic. You should have just left that running. Just go around with a wood chipper and just kill them all. Yeah. The, there's a lot of wood chippers used in movies for that purpose. I think the first time I ever saw a wood chipper getting used that way was Fargo. Fargo, and yeah. Then... I couldn't, I, I will tell you straight up when I was going to write a note about it. I forgot what a wood chipper was called, and I literally looked up thing that guy gets killed in in Fargo, and that's how I found out the word wood chipper. So the other one is uh, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, which yeah. is another that's hilarious. They use scene. it so well. Yeah, um, getting back on track here, the sort of family dynamics are a little bit different because you've got uh, in the quiet place you've got John and um, is, it, is it Emily Blunt? I can't remember. Yeah, it's Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt is mom, pa. And then you've got the three kids, and then the two kids, and then the pregnancy that's happening. Yeah. Um, with the other one, you've got Ma, Pa, Grandma, gr- Uncle Glenn in oh, the yeah, beginning, Uncle, yeah, Uncle who's Glenn. not a blood relation, it's just Stanley's best friend. Oh, is he? I didn't even talk that. Yeah, I they had he a just big, was like, their uncle. conversation where he's like, I was in high school and I was getting beaten up because I was a nerd, and you came over and like oh. um, headbutted somebody, and that came back sort of at the end fight sequence I felt. Right, okay. Where he just was just like, no, nah, I'm gonna be a man now and like just headbutted that dude. Anyway, um in the in the silence you get this weird so they go to the convenience store and they find this weird cult. Yes. And the hushed. The hushed and it's super creepy. The note I wrote down here, which was hilarious at the time is because at the end that he's all like like trying to plead with them and being all really nice, but you know being like you know 
please join us. And yeah. they're like, no, nah, we're all good. And he's, and then he, they turn and walk away. And then he pokes his, like, burnt-off tongue out. Yeah. And um, my re- my response was too many sour lollies tongue. <laughs> yeah, I think they, they cut off their tongues. I think yeah. is what they did, the, the hushed. Um, that's really the interesting. Little, little girl in the... So there's a few mistakes that both the families make that annoy me. Both um, families. Both families okay. yep. make that annoy me. In the silence, the silence yep. um, obviously the the cult know where they are. Yes, so they follow them or something. Yeah, but it's not really explained in the movie. They just like appear and they're like, give yep. us a girl. The cult are so creepy. So the, so the, the guy from the cult first sees Stanley Tucci and the daughter um, when they are, they have gone to the convenience store to try and get, or to a pharmacy or something to try and get antibiotics because um, the mother of Miranda Otto's leg has been injured in that yeah. scene I was talking about before where she gets attacked. Um, and he stops them and he's trying to get them to join his cult of the hushed, which are people who are totally silent because they've cut out their tongues. And then the girl signs to her dad, saying yeah. like he's creepy or something mm. along those lines. And the guy seeing that she knows sign language, he so he's communicating using written notes on a on a little booklet. Which I will point out, I made a note of no one writes small. Yeah, they all just write. They, big. they, they take up for one one <laughs> one sentence. They take up the entire page with a and it's yeah. like paper is a finite resource, guys. Like yeah, yeah. Be sparing. Um, well, little he, whiteboard, like most people, like you can buy tiny little whiteboard. You could find tiny little whiteboards. Yeah. Well, this guy is a reverend, and he's the leader of this cult, and he writes down, when he sees a girl signing something, he writes down, um, and from the Lord comes deliverance. Mm. So from that moment, it's, I mean, it's creepy, but you think he's going to want to use her to, like, teach them all sign language or to, you know, create a new whatever. But then when they show up at the house, what he writes in the notebook is, the girl is fertile. Yeah, which is super creepy. Oh, so creepy. But the reason they're writing big, we know the reason they're writing big, story-wise. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, outside, film-wise, yeah. is so that the people inside the house can also read it yeah. from a distance. Um, whether he's intending for them to read it, I don't know. Yeah. The note that I've got down there is creepy sex cult. It's been less than a week. Calm down, bro. Yeah, that is the thing. I mean, if, if they were in a position like The Quiet Place where it's been a few months... Yeah. Um, it would make sense, but the fact that they've got that cult in days yeah. is, is quite scary. Yeah, the um, the sh- look at my sh- sun-dried tomato tongue is another one of those. Notes <laughs> down. You're just, he just, you're he just, just roasting pokes, this one guy. He just pokes it out at them. <laughs> um, the other interactions you get with people in the uh, quiet place is just the. Um, the the guy who's given up, and I think, from a point of view of you talking about a year later, and they're in a rural area. Yeah, it makes a lot more sense. But just that they could have just locked because the the cabin they steal has a giant gate around it. In the silence. In the silence. Side, yeah. yeah, has a giant fence around it yeah. with a gate on it that has kettlebells on it. Yes. So just closed. The gate when I, they turn up at their place? I like, think the idea is um, they leave the gate open because once they've opened it once, they don't want to set off those cowbells. Yeah, but if you're getting 
people, cult members turning up at your place being like, give us your daughter, we want to have sex with her. Wouldn't you just go close the friggin' gate? Yeah. 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 Because the really cool trap that they make later... Yeah, the cult are, like, so good at, at yeah. this already. They've, they figure shit out better than the family have. Yeah. The... Yeah, what is it? They use a whole bunch of phones duct yeah. taped to the windows yeah. and a girl who's got phones duct taped to her with yeah. all the same alarm It's on it. great. So, yeah, so they duct tape phones to the windows with alarms set on them so that they can set off these alarms... The creatures will hear them and will snatch through the windows for them so they can just get in. Yeah. They also send a girl, knowing that these people are going to be sympathetic towards her, they send a girl who, who's acting like they've cut out her tongue without mm. her permission and all this, but underneath her jacket she's strapped on phones so they can set off alarms or call or whatever so that, you know, more noise. Yeah, it's, it's a really good, it's a really good um, attack. Yeah. Really smart from a point of view of, like, how do you attract sound without being in that area yeah how do they get so many phones though but i guess there's a lot of dead people around so yeah so in the in the quiet place they use um what are they kitchen timers as a distraction yes which is very similar obviously you kind of have to be quite close to that you can't set it for like an hour and then go set it up well i guess you could but i guess it's more of a short term yeah and they're obviously cheaper and a lot more easy to get a hold of you have to go into a store and buy a whole bunch of or just you know, loot a whole bunch of kitchen timers versus getting a whole bunch of phones yeah. and then obviously unlocking them. Maybe they were the cult's phones. Who knows? Yeah. Um, or just using dead people's thumbs to, you know... Yeah. To yeah. open them. I could have done that. Yeah. Um, the grandmother's sacrifice I thought was fantastic. Yeah. So they've got so- the girl... And she just runs out and grabs a hold of these cult members and just screams at the top of her lungs. And obviously the Vesps yeah. just maul them. To me, they're like flying piranhas rather than... Well, yeah, so they're based on bats, but they, yeah, they're very much... Yeah, I'd say flying piranhas is, mm. a, is a good description of them. But yeah, so that's... I mean, there's a lot of parallels, I think, between... Um, the silence at a good place. No, this a good place. A quiet place. <laughs> <laughs> the silence at a quiet place. Um, and one of which is that sacrifice scene because obviously, again, spoilers. I know it's all been spoilers, but yeah, whole, but, whole uh, thing. Yeah. basically, this podcast is spoilers. Um, but um, to, to the end of a quiet place, John Krasinski sacrifices himself in um, a very similar way. Yeah. yeah, and it's so that the kids can escape. Mm. Um, he screams so the creature comes for him and in the silence the grandmother runs out after the girl when she's being carried away with these cultists and she managed to get the cultists off her but they're obviously going to fight her off so she just is holding on to three of them at once yeah. and just screams so that these things will come and get all four of them yeah the fight sequence at the end where they fight the cults pretty cool like it's just yeah. like i love how like, it's just a like, whole family ganging up to murder someone yeah yeah and they've all just got their own little implements. Because yeah. he's carrying a, like, a, like a sickle around at one point. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just the, he gives his younger son a spear that he's made by like whittling down a broomstick. And then his son runs up and just like stabs a dude. Yeah. Which is pretty brutal for yeah. a kid. The youngest boy, the youngest surviving boy in The Quiet Place annoyed me in both movies because his just personality type is I'm terrified all the time. I, I actually wrote down a note that, that I think that 
child actor is great at being terrified. Yeah. He's so good at playing fear, but I mean, the amount of, like, if you try to think about, he's like, what, he's with, what, eight or nine or something? Yeah. If you try to think of being an eight-year-old living in this situation, especially living in it for over a year and having seen your younger brother just murdered in front of your face, yeah. like, the sheer amount of just post-traumatic stress disorder you're going to have as... Because he seems to have the most fear about n- making noise. Yes. Even when his, like, dad's like, no, it's safe. He's like, no, like, we're going to yeah, go. Yeah, he's so jumpy. Like, he's... Because, I mean, he's had his formative years yeah. in total silence. Yeah. So, to him, hearing a noise is... Just instantly activates this terror response because he knows what's coming. There's, um, um, there's a few little... Setups that I really like in a quiet place. Um, the loose nail when she's doing the yeah, which I have written down as Chekhov's nails. So did I. <laughs> uh, which was a fantastic because it's just such a brutal and it gives me chills every time I've seen it and I've seen yeah. that sequence like four yeah. times now. Just yeah. the the nail sliding into Emily Blunt's spot and then yeah. her just being like ah. And the, the thing is that like. You have that anticipation from the moment you see the nail yeah, come up, yeah. but even the first time you see it, you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Because um, because it's all set up that they're walking around bare feet all the time. Yeah. Because that's how they stay quiet. So you know that she's going to come back down that stairs and she's going to step on that nail yeah. from the second it goes up, um, and it's so good. But that that almost brings me to my my overarching thing that I want to say about both films is that. While they have a very similar premise, the huge difference between them is um, that the silence tells us everything, where A Quiet Place shows us everything. Yeah, I would agree. So the silence, A, starts off with a narrative. It starts off with a narration by the girl, and it ends with a narration by the girl. Yeah. Um, whereas A Quiet Place, I, pa- I actually paused it to check the timestamp. 38 minutes in is the first time there's spoken dialogue. Yeah. There's no so the first thirty eight minutes of a film, totally silent. There's yeah. there's like you know diegetic noise and some some um, you know music because they didn't want us to have just totally silent film. I feel like so that would really put some people off. Yeah, what? Well, but um, modern age. Yeah, but it's literally thirty eight minutes in before you get any any person saying a sentence out loud. The major difference, obviously, is the creatures. Um, and I think the vests annoy me just in the... I don't know. It's just... There's something about a creature that makes a help... Because they're, they're supposed to be scary, so they make, like, a screeching noise. Yeah. But wouldn't... If a creature that attacks other things based on sound and you just have a whole bunch of them screeching, wouldn't there be just some form of crossover there? I yeah. don't know. I'm just thinking about the fact that I learned a while back that about bats... Which is that people assumed that bats must have really great echolocation and the reason they screech and stuff is so that they don't fly into each other and then they did like high speed videos of bats and they're all just flying into each other all the time. Yeah. So I'm just imagining the bats all just like <laughs> screeching and slamming into each other. Um, but it could be bad that they're trying to indicate to each other where they are. Yeah. Because, um, you know, if they can't see, they need to have that audible thing to know where, where the other parts of the swarm are. Maybe. Yeah. The I think in the quiet place they use the girl's disability as like the major plot point. Yeah. Where um uh, John's been working on a 
Is it the character's name Lee? Lee, yeah. Lee, Lee's been working on, like, trying to fix her implant. Yeah. And it ends up creating, like, a weapon that can defeat the, yeah, the creatures. Yeah, so this, so this is a huge thing. Um, because a significant portion of the notes I've taken down for A Quiet Place are just um, facts that I found out afterwards. Um, and one of the things, I don't know where the note is, but I remember reading it. It's um, because she doesn't have a hearing aid. She has the cochlear implant. Yeah. Those work based on electromagnetic waves, yep. so they don't make a sound and they wouldn't have a feedback loop. Mm. So the only reason that her particular implant makes a sound is because of the modifications he's been doing with hearing aids to try and yep. get it to work. So he has made a one-of-a-kind device, which is also why, obviously, this isn't just you know a thing that's known around the world that hearing aids will do this, because mm. hearing aids won't do it, and yep. cochlear implants won't do it. It's some weird thing that he's done that creates it like it's so it's just everything about the film is so it just feels so well researched and so well planned yeah i, I think because um, he was the writer and the director i believe yes yeah um i think he was he was presented with a script i think originally oh, okay. and or like a premise it was supposed to be apparently which i didn't know until i was researching this um it was originally intended to be a part of the cloverfield franchise oh interesting um, they do look like ten, tiny little Cloverfield. Yeah, fields. yeah. It was gonna have crossover with Ten Cloverfield Lane. Hmm, interesting. Um, and then when they had the finished script and the finished, you know, stuff, they brought it back to Paramount. And Paramount said, "Actually, we can see this as a totally separate film." Yeah. And they were all really relieved because they wanted to have their own film to do their own thing. Yeah, I thoroughly like Cloverfield and Ten Cloverfield Lane. Cloverfield Paradox annoyed me because. I won't talk about that right now, but... Yeah, yeah I haven't seen that one. I've seen Ten, Ten Cloverfield Lane was the first one I saw, and I yeah, really liked it. that's fantastic. Um, Such a great movie. Yeah, so this was... So this... The original draft of this was obviously intended to be in the same universe as Ten Cloverfield Lane, which, interesting. Is, which is very interesting. Um, any yeah. sort of... Uh, any final statements... Oh, are you finishing up already? Yeah, because we went way, we went way too long last time. <laughs> oh, we're only at thirty minutes at the moment, so we're, we're still good. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go into more on this. More, I'm just, I'm just gonna go through the notes that I have about things that I thought were very well researched. Yeah. Um, one uh, of which is in, the, a, in a quiet place. In a quiet place. Yeah. yeah. Um. So one of which was the uh the birth scene. Yeah. So, it would be really unusual for a baby to go as long as that baby does without crying mm. after birth except if it can be explained by problem with the birth such as blood loss which is why they have that scene where she's you know in the bathtub and there's the blood coming out yeah which is apparently an indication that um the placenta has been damaged or has prematurely separated from the mother's body it creates blood loss from the mother and from the baby it explains why she loses consciousness. It explains why the baby doesn't cry. Mm. And it ex and then it also gives the dramatic tension of the birth being early. Yeah. And John Krasinski coming in and seeing the tub full of blood. Yeah. And thinking that she's been killed. So it's like all of these things add up. And it's because they've gone and researched this medical condition that could cause the baby to not cry. That's great. Yeah. Oh, that's great. It's so good. So it's like just... And the other thing was that the fireworks, so they used the fireworks to mask the sound of the birth. Yeah. Um, and the... There's such a good scene where the fireworks explode and she just screams. screams. Oh, it's so good. But um, 
this is at day 473 of the invasion, which they have on the calendar marked as October 3rd, which means that day one of the invasion was June 17th, which is two weeks before the 4th of July, which is why they have fireworks. Oh, clever. So they literally set it up so that there was a reason that they would have had fireworks yeah. in their yard. That obviously so, they didn't set off that 4th of July because, yeah, yeah. you know... Um, apparently that bath soap scene, by the way, this is just a fun fact, this isn't a research thing, um, but apparently it was done in one take, the whole bath soap scene, and as soon as John Krasinski said cut, Emily Blunt immediately fell out of character and asked the crew what everyone was having for lunch. <laughs> Which just makes me like her more. I think she's just very charismatic. I think that whole, I think that whole cast is fantastic. Yeah, they, they did a really good job. So you've got, um... I took down all the actors' names as well. So obviously Emily Blunt is Evelyn, John Krasinski is Lee, Millicent Simmons is Regan, Noah Jupe is Marcus, and then I also included Cade Woodward as Bo, even though um, Bo dies very early on in the movie. Yeah. But every single one of them is fantastic. Yeah. It's, they're so, so good. I think, I think in the silence they didn't scrape the bottom barrel. I just no. find whoever the actress was that plays the daughter just like a real discount looking... Emma Watson. She has yeah, like the so same facial. Yeah, she has the same facial structure, which probably makes sense why Netflix are just like, well, we own you now. Let's yeah. make everything with you. So I haven't watched their Sabrina show, but I've heard it's quite good. So I think I she's just. Either. I think she's just been really good in that. So they've you know cast yeah. her other things that that they that they own. Um, Miranda Otto obviously is the mother. I love Miranda Otto. Mm. Um, she's Stanley. Yes, and, well, we know from episode one of the show that I love yeah. Stanley Tucci because yeah. I talked about him a lot in a film that he wasn't. Was it in? Yeah. So um, <laughs> I'm a big fan of Stanley Tucci. I think he's I think he's a great actor. And I think he's very charismatic. Um, Does there? Can you find out from Netflix how much they they don't make money, do they? That's that's the confusing part. You, yeah, you that's do a the, comparison of how much. That's money the thing that I don't think you'd have the the same kind of budget and. Uh, well, I mean, obviously you can find out the budget, but I don't think you have the same kind of box office thing if it yeah. never went to cinemas. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting formula for the coming future because of more people making just for straight for streaming yeah. platforms. It's I going think... to be very difficult to say, oh, well, that, that movie did yeah. really well and made a billion dollars. Well, I How? think that's why like... Disney Plus are doing what they're doing with their, like, pay extra to oh, preview this don't even. thing. Yeah, no. yeah, but I mean, they're obviously trying to get around that problem in their head in terms of. Yeah, so you're paying for a service and then you have to pay extra to watch something like a couple of months before. It's just like, I don't know. The reason I own a streaming service is I don't have to pay extra to go see stuff. Yeah. So I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. I do think, I think... um, Because didn't it fail with Milan? I'm not sure, honestly. Mm. But I think The Silence would be a much more popular film if A Quiet Place hadn't come out a year beforehand. True. Um... Because obviously, like I said, it's based on a book. It was in production in 2017. Uh, and then just A Quiet Place just came out of nowhere. and <laughs> Ripped it. Though I do, I do always wonder, you know, what the family conversations are like. Because obviously Stanley Tucci is married to Emily Blunt's sister in real yeah. life. So, you know, do they do they talk about this at all? <laughs> Who knows? Well, in the one where I had to be quiet, we did this. Well, in the one that I had to be quiet, yeah. we did that. I do think, because um, I mean, I feel like, you know... There's so many parallels that that a quiet place does them better every time. Yeah. Um, because there's the you know eldest daughter with with um a hearing disability and the one in the silence 
still talks all the time. She talks, but she's on, she does like a video uh, call. So I wanted to sort of gloss over that. There's a few, okay, so you talked about all the good things. I'm going to talk about the bad things for just a second. Um, I don't care where you go in the world. I don't care if you're in uh, South Korea, Japan. Nobody has FaceTime that has no drops, especially during the freaking apocalypse. Yeah. And that pissed me off. There's no, nothing that drops. No frames, no skips, no pauses, no audio breaks. It's just perfect dialogue. And it, it's one of those things that just annoys me because they're so easy. Because there's a lot of yeah. movies that have came out recently about like, hauntings via the internet and like um, uh, death.com and that sort of thing and they've yeah. got videos and it has the old technology you're not going to have an iPad in the apocalypse with one bar yeah. and get perfect signal yeah, yeah especially since they do touch on that as well because Stanley Hughes tries to make a phone call and there's no signal yeah but yet they oh, can no, have oh, sorry, Miranda Otto, I think, tries to make a phone call. They can make a Facebook conversation yeah. over FaceTime and it's perfect like, what annoys me about it is they literally, I think twice or maybe three times in the film, say, put all your phones on silent yeah. and no phone calls, no whatever. And she keeps having these phone calls with this guy, these video calls with this guy. Even though they both know, well, he's yeah. learning sign language because he's got a crush on her. Yeah, but she has these video calls where she can, she has the volume up so you can hear stuff happening in the background yeah. and he's signing to her, but she just speaks out loud to him. Ugh. She doesn't ever use sign language. Uh, I don't understand that. Um, I think in A Quiet Place, there every single character is hyper-aware of every Renoise, sound. Yeah. And I think also the crew and the sound design is yeah. based on that because they have every... Like, it's almost totally silent. And every time there is a diegetic noise, it's, like, amplified. Yeah. So that we hear that fire that lights up when they knock something over. Yeah. And, you know, everything is loud. Whereas in the silence, it's just normal levels. Yeah, the mix are just different. Yeah, and they're making noise all the time and they're whispering and they're talking and they're... Yeah. Everyone has to be quiet. No one talk. No one yeah. can have a conversation out in the open. It's yeah. like, no, this is dumb. Like, yeah. in, the si- in the quiet place, in the silent place, um, in the quiet place, they yeah. have subtitles for the signing. Now, that is an interesting fact because apparently originally they didn't. Mm. Um, because they thought that audiences would be able to pick up on everything from context and from the expressions and from everything. And they found there was one scene where that wasn't true. And because of that one scene, they had to subtitle that scene. And then because of that, they had to subtitle the rest of it. And that scene is where near the beginning when Lee and Regan are having an argument over the implant and he's trying to give her the new one and she's saying it won't work. And he's saying, please just try whatever they that just didn't come across yeah. without being able to understand what they were saying. Yeah. And because of that scene, the rest of it's subtitled. But they figured every other scene in that movie, they think you should be able to understand without knowing sign language. Mm, makes sense. I, I think it's good because um, as one of those people who loves and hates the general populace's ideal of the perfect movie and why movies like anything make, made by Michael Bay keeps getting made, yeah. um, most people are dum-dums. And yeah. want to just go watch movie because they're dumb, 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 yeah. dumb movie. Yeah, I definitely. Well, I mean, okay. If we're gonna if we're gonna go into wrapping up, I think they're both good movies. I like. I the don't s- like the uh, the. Go to the refuge. Where yeah. is it? Up north. Where? Yeah. Like what? Yeah, it's the silence has a lot of problems. 
Um, but I think those problems are highlighted by the fact that A Quiet Place exists and A Quiet Place does everything better. <laughs> um, I think without A Quiet Place existing, The Silence would be a good, you know, would be a pretty decent movie. And yeah, it would stand out as a, as a Netflix sort of like uh, Annihilation and... Bird Box. Bird Box. It's very Bird Box. Yeah. It's very The Mist is what I thought watching the second time because the first time I'd seen it, I hadn't seen The Mist yet. Yeah. But there's definitely a lot of parallels, I think, to The Mist. God, I love that movie. Um... But yeah, so it is, I think it's a decent movie, but I think A Quiet Place does everything better. And I think half of that is the fact that they show you things, they don't tell you things. Everything is shown. I do appreciate that from a movie point of view. Yeah. Yeah. They're not treating us as stupid. Yeah. They don't need to tell us at all. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's been us then, I guess. For this episode? For this episode. Yeah, we, we chose the amount of H's in the episode title based on the shush that the cult leader writes on his yeah. uh, on his notebook when he's telling them to be quiet. Um, all right, so our socials. You can find us on Facebook at It Takes Two Pod and on Instagram and Twitter at It Takes Two underscore pod. Even though, because Facebook don't allow underscores. Thanks, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook don't allow underscores, but that's fine. <sighs> Okay. Anything else you want to say about it before we wrap up? No. Until next time. Okay. Thank you for listening.